0: This is WorldRadioGardening.com.
1: On World Radio Gardening now, we can head to New Zealand, where Martin Fish has sent us this. Readers of the RHS Plant Finder will probably be familiar with the name Janet Kuby, who's their editor-in-chief. And Janet is also a botanist with the RHS and does lots of work. She's lived in England all her life, but less than two years ago, she moved out to New Zealand and now lives in Christchurch, with her husband, Wolfgang, who is the director of the Botanic Gardens. And I've caught up with Janet in her garden, uh, which is in the port hills overlooking the city. Hello, Janet.
0: Hello, Martin.
1: Lovely to see you again and, and out here in the Southern Hemisphere.
0: But well, welcome. Um, it's, it's a great place to live, I must say.
1: Yeah, what a beautiful place you've got. We're here on the hills looking out over the city into the the mountains. What are the mountains in the distance?
0: You've got the Southern Alps there that go all the way through, there's a spine of them all the way through Southern Ireland Um, and um, they look beautiful from here. They've got different characters in different weathers and and it's a bit like Grandmother's Footsteps if you remember that game you played as a Mm -hmm. child. Sometimes you turn your back on them and they've crept closer when the weather's really clear and bright and other times today they're a little bit further away in the distance.
1: So, your garden here, you moved out um, September 2018. 18, yeah. um, made a new life in Christchurch. Um, so, we're in your garden. So, just tell us a little bit about your garden and how different gardening is here in Christchurch to what it would be back in England.
0: We're very lucky with the little plot we've got here with our rented house. It's kind of got a different bits of character. We're still learning here. It's The seasons trip us up. We get muddled with what time of year each season is. Um, And when things are flowering, so in the middle of our winter, on the 1st of July, so the equivalent of the 1st of January, Mm -hmm. I went round our garden and recorded what was in flower and the mix of things we had from echiums through to spring bulbs, you know, it was, was really kind of caught us out unawares we love all the different range of proteaceae you can grow here mm-hmm. so we've got quite a few of those in the garden already and you can see just beside you there we're gathering things in pots ready for maybe when one day we have a, a longer term garden of our yep. own as well we're very happy here for the next few years but one day we might have our own plot so we're starting to get we can't resist buying
1: plants no well you, you're a gardener aren't yeah. you and, and that's the thing so I mean th- what is the climate here um, in, in this part of New Zealand because you've got some plants in the garden that I would say are tender, you know, the citrus growing in your vegetable garden, for example, and and all sorts of things that I would say are sort of semi-hardy. But do you get frosts at all?
0: Not on the hills here, not this last winter. We do sometimes, but this last winter we had no frosts at all. But as soon as you go down another sort of 50 metres further down the hill, Mm. you do get the frosts. And the city gets quite a lot of hard frosts minus four minus six but it doesn't last for long and you don't get the frosts that stay all day like you get in britain Mm -hmm. occasionally you can get snow in christchurch but it only happens every few years it's very rare um often there's snow on the port hills we didn't really get much last year there's always snow on the alps Mm. um you've got the climate coming in from the ocean so we're kind of moderated by that even though it's the pacific ocean and you get strong east winds um, but as soon as the wind goes around to the northwest, you get this warm wind coming in. Um, and it really does affect the range of plants you can grow. You can hear our chickens in the distance <laughs> They're there happy, clucking yeah. away. We love that you can still grow your hydrangeas, your roses, your sweet peas, mm-hmm. and all the range of veg that we're used to growing in the UK. But here I've got tomatoes, no problem outside. Yeah, um, And you can get going with things so early. And we, we get things cropping all year that you don't quite expect. Mm-hmm. And you grow things like fajowa because that's a kiwi thing to do. Absolutely, yeah. And we've got, you know, figs. And you get that tree over there, you might be interested. You can see the young peaches on it at the moment another four to six weeks and we'll have ripe peaches and when you cut open them they'll have red flesh inside wow it's called the black boy peach and it's very much a new zealand thing right it comes true from seed that one apparently the owners told us just happened to pop up there Mm -hmm. and appeared so that's why it's in the corner of the vegetable garden and there
1: must be hundreds of fruit on that peach tree there
0: so that will see us through the next year we've just just had the last lot from the freezer from last yeah. year's crop
1: I think for me that's one of the things that I find fascin- fascinating about New Zealand because you, you mentioned all the sort of hydrangeas and roses that people would have brought out early settlers to grow to get their little bit of England in New Zealand but then you've got plants from all over the world haven't you, literally, anything will grow here
0: Anything will grow here, and that's part of the problem as well you have to be careful with invasive plants Mm -hmm. so there are some things which will will spread easily, and in different parts of New Zealand it's different plants, so for instance in North Island, in the Auckland area you can have problems with agapanthus whereas here agapanthus are quite well behaved still at the moment,
1: Um,
0: so you just have to watch what you're growing where, but here we're in a city environment, and we've got lots of lovely Natives that do well in the yeah, garden.
1: Yeah, they too. do, yeah, absolutely. So, and a lovely Pittosporum hedge behind us. Yeah. And yeah, it's all looking great.
0: So it smells fantastic. That's lemonwood, that one. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. right. oh it looks so, like
1: a pittersporum, doesn't it? Is, it, that? it does, it's yeah, so
0: well, it's the common name. They do a lot of common names here in New Zealand. And oh, right. They call that one lemonwood. Oh, I see, right. So that's the
1: Pittosporum Beautiful. Now, you've got something here, a little plant with caterpillars on that yes. obviously you're not spraying. <laughs> So no. And then a cage. Tell me what's happening here. Well,
0: this is Asclepias or Gomphocarpus, the plant, and it's got those caterpillars there, and monarch butterflies. Right. So, monarchs are one of those butterflies that just turn up on the breeze mm-hmm. in New Zealand. They arrived, they're not native to here, but they're naturalised here, and they arrived by themselves, and so people welcome them. Yes. Um, and people plant the Asclepias, plant the swan plant for caterpillars right. to feed on and you'll see the monarch butterflies flying all around uh, Christchurch all around New Zealand um, so long as they find this plant they're wonderful stripy
1: beautiful yellow, caterpillars, aren't yellow they? white
0: and black and with kind of like double antennae at each end ones that you know just to put people off from eating it yeah um, they love the sap of this plant which then makes them unpalatable to other things. So they are quite good at surviving, but we've got all stages of caterpillars from less than a centimetre right through to sort of five centimetres. He's quite a fat one now. He's not going to be much longer as a caterpillar. And then he'll just kind of hang around for a while. He'll get full and he'll hang around and he'll turn into a sort of letter J hanging. And then after about a day and a half as a letter J, if you come over and have a look in this cage, there are three here which have already turned into chrysalis and they oh. are just beautiful they're bright green instead sort of oh, lanterns
1: emeralds hanging aren't they
0: and yet they've got these spots of gold on yes. them too and i love things like i was interested in butterflies before i was interested in plants in the mm-hmm. uk and i used to i used to watch the, the cabbage whites in my dad's garden and release the butterflies <laughs> there <laughs> as well i wasn't so popular for doing that but I love doing this here and encouraging them and just making sure that they're safe at the chrysalis stage and nothing comes along and, and eats and them, them then.
1: So how long um, will it be before they now emerge as a beautiful monarch butterfly?
0: From my observations, it's about sort of 10 days to right. two weeks. It's yeah. slightly variable. And it, they will just go dark. They'll go almost black the mm-hmm. day before they're going to emerge yeah um, and then you can see an empty little chrysalis yes. there yeah. they just crawl out and they hang and they kind of swing themselves from side to side back and forth as they're emerging because they come out with quite small wings and they yeah. gradually get bigger and bigger so the monarchs are very beautiful and here they don't fly anywhere else they stay here in New Zealand right. all year round so they don't do this great migration that you learn about hmm when I was a child I was taught that swallow swallows migrate every year and they do in Britain and Mm. monarch butterflies will do huge migrations around the world. New Zealand, both Swallows and Monarchs stay here all year. They obviously
1: like it so much, they want to stay. That's brilliant. Well, it's been lovely looking around your garden, finding out what you're doing. What about the Plant Finder? Are you still involved with that? I mean, you're here in New Zealand, but are you still doing it?
0: Yes, I'm still Editor-in-Chief of the RHS Plant Finder. I'm lucky, after working for the RHS for 21 years now, um, I'm still involved. So I work an average of two days a week for them. More at this time of year in January, when we're busy getting ready for this year's edition. And um, it's great fun, it works very well, working electronically on the database, um, passing things back and forth with colleagues, we can kind of do longer working stints between us. So it's going very well, I do that two days a week, I volunteer in the Botanic Gardens looking after the herbarium. And the rest of the time, I'm doing a bit of botanical consultancy and also some more cello playing and teaching.
1: Marvellous. Sounds wonderful. Well, it's been great to catch up with you. We do miss you at the shows, the RHS shows, because we've worked together for years on them. But it's lovely to see you out here and see your new life. Thank you, Janet. Come
0: back again soon, Martin. I
1: will, yes.